And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. With me tonight, I actually have Lisa Cole with me. She's the writer and director of Welcome to Los Angeles. And this is actually a Holly Schwartz short film that she wrote and directed, and it's actually in pre-production now. And also, too, this actually tells a story of, I think her name is like Lamani, I think that's her name. Oh, Imani, yes. Imani? It's a, okay. Well, it's Imani's story and Elizabeth's story and, yeah, a, a few women. Right, and she's a Norwegian uh, single mother living in Los Angeles when she offers to help a perfect stranger reunite with her son. Imani learns as the simple act of kindness uh, threatens to jeopardize her own path to citizenship. So I like the concept of this. I found this very intriguing whenever, whenever I read it. With the synopsis and where did you got i have a quick question for you how did you come up with the concept for this i know it's based off true events and everything but how did you do your research to be able to know this is what you wanted to do so um before the pandemic i was thinking about what i wanted to direct next and what i wanted to write next and i had remembered a story that had happened um a few some years ago in my own life um with uh somebody that I know, um, and um, she was attempting to reunite, my friend was attempting to reunite with her young son who was living apart from her in Mexico for five years, uh, basically since he was an infant. And um, I had offered to go uh, to LAX and help pick him up and he was detained by ICE. And so it was a harrowing night for everybody. And um, I just remembered those emotions and uh, that night and course what my friend went through and what her son went through and I spoke to her about sharing the story and she um, really wanted to um, and wanted me to to write it and tell it um, she's she's not a filmmaker or anything and so um, I started yeah I started working on the script and then I I, I worked with um, an immigration attorney who's a South Asian woman and um, I helped craft some of the other narratives that are also in the story so those are all inspired by truth but um, yeah, but the stuff that happens um, at the airport and everything is exactly what happened to us the night we were there. So awesome! And I, here's the thing: I like the fact that it's about a woman that's helping another woman out, trying to find her family and trying to reunite reunite them. And I think that's a beautiful thing, especially when you look at the immigrations and stuff like that on what's going on today and everything, and about how they actually get separated during the whole entire period of. Try, trying to find each other. I think that's actually a beautiful thing to where you're trying to, you have this perfect stranger who's trying to do something good in the world because that's to me is what's missing in today's world is an act of kindness to someone else. And that's something that I really find intriguing about it. Yeah, we really want to make this film for that reason to shine a light on the humanity and um, behind the complicated issues of immigration. Because a lot of people I think might sometimes look at the issue in a more black and white kind of lens. Um, they should be here, they shouldn't be here. People use the word they, which really others, you know, makes, uh, which really others people, and it, it, it already makes a separation by that kind of language. So it's about like being um, really aware of labels and language that we use and just putting a face of humanity on the on this complicated issue, which was very divisive politically. So all politics aside, it's really about how a simple act of kindness can really change someone's life. And oftentimes policies, um, most times policies affect personal lives without much thought of what's, you know, what the ramifications are. And, and a lot of people suffer as a result of policy that's drawn, drawn up by um, 
you know, politicians that live mm -hmm. very different lives and they're very far away from the realities of what's happening. Um, a lot of times in the country and around the world, even. Definitely. I know they should know better, but. Exactly, because here's the thing. My grandparents came from uh, Italy and stuff like that into the United States and things like that. Everybody's not, here's the thing. It was like, well, you know, we were the first ones here. No, 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 we weren't the first ones here. It was actually the Indians that were actually the first ones here. We were just actually privileged enough to actually be here and everything. And to put up this wall saying, well, this person doesn't need to belong here. This person doesn't need to be in the United States. To me, that puts a damper on what we are and everything. We're here to actually help other immigrants find their way and to actually help one another to be able to grow in a society and to actually help them with education, help them um, escape from whatever they were escaping from. Because don't forget, immig to immigrations and stuff like that go through a lot of stuff whenever it comes down to the country, their own countries and their own rules, their own regulations and stuff. And they need to adapt into a new way of of our culture and stuff like that too. And also to keep some of their culture the same. And to me, I think that's the important thing about trying to accept people for who they are rather than to change them into the way that we're doing things here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's something that we all need to keep in mind because um, we all came from somewhere, right? And um, we all have backgrounds. And I think the commonality for all of mankind is we, we just want to you know better our lives for ourselves and our families and uh, family members and and um that is a universal truth and so um but i think it's easy to forget that sometimes with the complicated issues that come with something like immigration but with climate change and um, more and more migration across the world um refugees uh are not going away um hopefully myself and my family and you and everyone you know, listening, we'll never have to know what that's like firsthand, but it's happening. It's happening. It's going to start happening in this country. The more that um, coastal lines, coastal waters, coastal waterway areas where homes are start to recede and be taken over by the ocean. And, you know, things are going to, everything's moving and shifting. And the key is adaptability and keeping your heart open, um, you know, because there by the God, you know, the grace of God go I, you never know uh, when you might be in a, in a similar situation. So, um, but yeah, but you know, really, I think everyone on my team and the reason we're making this film is to shine a light, like I said, on this issue, put a face of humanity on it. And also to, um, to kind of just express that freedom of movement is a basic human right. And um, borders are man-made things and, um, they, uh, you know, do a lot of harm. And, and I understand they're there for a reason um, as well. There's the flip side of all of that, of course, and national security and whatnot. But um, but when you just take it to um, the core level of what, um, you know, you have to look at things through a humanistic um, viewpoint as well um, when you're factoring in everything. And the fact that labels are very limiting and um, can really put people in boxes in a harmful way um, and it's easy to kind of forget our shared humanity unless it affects you or your family personally. So I think this film asks the question of its audience, um, what would you be willing to do to help a stranger in need? And so that's a very basic question, um, but that's kind of at the heart of the story. And um, it's really about people making choices and 
we have sometimes if we're lucky, we have um, alternatives and we have choices before us and some people don't, but it's really asking the question, like if you had the choice, what would you do? Um, and, you know, without giving away too much of the story, um, essentially one woman gets some bad news about her own immigration status and she is then in a ride share with two other women who are who also have immigration narratives in their lives. And the lead character, Imani, is faced with this dilemma to, she may not be able to do something to help her own situation at the moment, but she recognizes an opportunity to help somebody else in need who's actually in a greater need, a more immediate need, who's facing a more immediate need than she is. And so, um, you know, she makes a decision to help a perfect stranger and in doing so, things get complicated that she didn't anticipate. And, um, you know, it's like, what is she gonna do about it? And what is the outcome going to be? Um, and, and the film has a surprising outcome in the sense that a lot of immigration stories don't end in a happy ending. And this is not to tie a neat bow uh, at the end, but it, it does provide hope and it is based on truth. And what really happened is a person in power ha chose to look at the situation and assess the situation at hand through the lens of humanity rather than just a rule book. And because of that simple decision, it really affected, you know, the lives of, um, of several people. And so uh, it's a beautiful, we think it's a beautiful story and we're excited to share it with the world. We're planning to film um, early December. We've had been crowdfunding over the summer and, um, we have a co-investor who's come on board and we're feeling really fortunate. And um, we have a team of mostly women, really diverse group of, of ladies and people. And I would say more than half the crew has immigration narratives woven into their own lives. And I really think that that's what attracted them to the project and why they signed on and why we've been working for months for free, everybody um, to this point, um, you know, giving their time and their energy and their resources to help bring this to life. And I'm I'm very grateful um, for the opportunity to meet these women and work with them, um, these other creatives uh, to help bring it to life. So, yeah. You see, that's the thing that I like about this though too. I like the fact that you have a crew of diverse women who wants to help you make this film and also too, to understand what it's like to be part of the immigration movement and stuff like that and to be able to, help someone in need and stuff too. I like the fact that they're all on board to actually help you and to be able to give you the movie that you want to create. I think that's a great thing about this because here's the thing. I, I love women whenever they're actually working together as a team because here's the thing, guys, we, we here's, here's the thing. I'm a guy and everything. We think of our own pure emotions and everything. It's like, we only think of one, one angle, right? But women think of several different other angles and things like that. They don't base off of it just on emotion or anything like that. They think with their minds. They think with their hearts. They think about everything and how everything is connected and everything. And that's why I like hearing um, concepts and ideas from women and everything. And I have true respect for what you're building and stuff like that when it comes to diversity, when it comes to building something. I think it's a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think it's the only way to go. I mean, there has to be a seat at the table for everyone. Right. And um, I mean, I'm a Caucasian woman, but, you know, I grew up uh, with a single mom. Uh, 
without many resources in Arkansas um, for a lot of my a lot of my formative years. Um, and um, and then I was lucky to travel with a performance group when I was really young. And I went to I lived with 201 host families in 12 countries in the span of three years. And um, while I was traveling on the road with this organization and and it really um, informed who I became as an adult. You know, I was 18 when I signed up and I was 21 when I when I left left the road. And um, that experience really has instilled in me sort of this lifelong desire to be like a global nomad and to know stories and share stories and and to you know understand our shared humanity and that's just kind of where where my passions go you know um and what i want to the kind of projects that i'm gravitate towards so um but yeah we're we're looking forward to we're ramping up pre-production right now and we're looking forward to filming early December and um, we're going to be lo location scouting in person next week, which is exciting. I mean, COVID's still going on, so we're we're trying to be safe as we go about it all. But um, yeah, we've got such a great team and we'll be casting soon. And, and I hope to be back at Holly Shorts with the actual film once it's done. That would be amazing. I'm excited to see what this is actually going to look like, how this is going to shape and everything. And I know that you have a little bit of a uh, something going on later on too. So I don't want to really keep you too long or anything, but you know, I think that your what you have here is a brilliant film that is going to be told. And I can tell how passionate you are about it. I can tell that this is your baby. This is something that you want to be, that has to be told and wants to be told. And I think that you're going to go a long way with this once it's actually, here's the thing, from paper, it looks fantastic, but from paper to screen and seeing it actually being played out, makes it all that more beautiful and also feels so real, you know, it's like, it's, I can't believe it's actually happening. And then you're seeing these characters being played out in, in the way that you remembered and everything i know that it's going to end up bringing excitement and tears into your eyes because of how passionate you are about it and how much you care about it and yeah we, we I, just I had a, this. oh thank you yeah cool. we just had a table read of the script on zoom this early this week with actors and um a couple people who are going to be in the film and then a couple of other actors who were kind enough to to uh lend us their time and read for us um um, and yeah, um, we got a couple comments back that it it did bring a, a tear to someone's eye, even on Zoom, just reading off the paper. So I yeah, I'm hopeful that it I mean, you look, we 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 make movies for a reason, or at least um certain movies are made for a reason, right? To move people emotionally, whether that's right. you know, fear or or joy or um sadness. <laughs> you know, but you wanna you wanna make people feel something, you want them to laugh or cry or have something resonate. If not, we haven't done our job somehow if there's not emotion happening. Um, Absolutely. So that's, you know, that's my job as a director now. I have to switch gears from writer and producer, which has been basically been my hat the last year, year and a half on this project as we've been prepping it to now I'm going to focus on directing and um, try to do the best job I can with surround myself with the best people I can and and uh, been building a really great team that I'm super excited about really, really talented collaborators. So yeah. That's awesome, though, Lisa, seriously. And also, too, my question is this. How do you find the balance of being a writer and director? 
Uh, how did you know that you wanted to do both? Or is there something that I know that directing is actually a lot challenging than writing sometimes, but what did you say, hey, look, I want to do both. I love doing both. That's what I'm passionate at. That's where I'm going to shine at. Oh, I'm not I'm not opposed to um, maybe one day directing other other people's material as well. But I, I just have so many stories that I'm mm -hmm. eager to share. And I don't I, I, I don't even want to direct them all myself. I um there's a couple projects that I'm. I've co-written right now that I'm not directing that are features that are in the works um, that will have other directors at the helm. And um, I'm very excited about that to champion and help, you know, just give birth to it, no matter how it happens. If I'm a producer on the project or, or a writer um, or writer producer or writer director, um, you know, I would like to find other collaborators. Um, there's a story that I'm writing that's set down in Mexico and I plan to have, um, a co-writer eventually on that project. I'm in the research stage right now. And then, um, you know, I'd like to champion and, and find a great, um, ideally female um, Latinx director to collaborate with on that project that could direct the project and I would produce them and support them. And so um, I, I, yeah, I have a bunch of projects that I'm pushing forward in different capacities and, um, and uh, I'm happy just shifting hats and just whatever needs to be done to bring them to life, you know? Yes, I do. And that's just awesome. I can't wait to actually see what this is going to look like. I'm excited for you. And I wish you a lot of success on everything that you're doing with this film. Um, this is everything that I wanted to actually talk to you about for tonight. I wanted you to be able to have a chance to promote your film, to talk about your film, to give us understanding of the immigration stuff that's within this film and also doing the act of kindness for somebody else that's actually a total stranger. And also too forgetting about their own problems and putting themselves out there for somebody else is just touching to me. I can't wait to see what this movie is going to look like. And I'm hoping that I'm back in this, uh, in the Holly shorts next year so I can interview, interview you again. And also too, I want to have you back on here for a, a catch up as well. So that'll be um, another episode yeah. for later on. That'd be fun when so, we've shot or something. That'd be great. Um, and I don't know if I could tout the website for our film. That would be amazing. Um, yes. Yeah. So it's bienvenidosalosangeles.com. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's you've already got it spelled out there. So bienvenidosalosangeles.com. If people okay. want to learn more about the project and see, um, you know, find out more about our team and who we are and what we're about. All right, that's great. And everybody, where, I have a quick question for you. Where can everybody follow you at, though, if they want to get in touch with you? It's just that web, what that one website, right? Or is it some some other um, stuff? You know, they could um, they can follow um, well. They can follow us on Instagram as well. We have um, it's a slightly different name for Instagram, but it's uh, Bienvenidos Film. Um, that's our handle on Instagram. That would be really great. Um, and also, we've already done our Seed and Spark crowdfunding campaign. But if people want to check us out there, um, Seed and Spark has all these incentives that they release. The more followers that you get, um, they end up supporting filmmakers more and more um, through their the platform of what they can provide. So we're like 49 followers short right now from unlocking um, some this next level of incentives that the Seed and Spark, Spark flat platform will give us. So yeah, if people want to look us up on there, we're Bienvenidos. Los Angeles, you know, as a film project, we've already we've already closed our campaign, our fundraising campaign. We had a really successful campaign where we nearly tripled our goal um, in July and August. 
So that was really mind blowing and exciting. Um, and so we're so grateful for all the pledges and supporters there. So we don't need you necessarily to pledge money, although we will be raising some money for post-production, but we mainly need um, followers. So yeah, visit us on Seed and Spark, visit us on Instagram, Bienvenidos Film, or you can check out our website at bienvenidosalacentalist.com. All right. And guys, if you guys want to go on and follow me at Movie Lovers, TV Lovers Unite on Facebook, underneath the same name on Instagram, and of course on Pinterest as well. If you want an audio-only podcast episode and many episodes that we do here at Movie Lovers Unite, you can go on here and get that wherever your major platforms are to be listening to podcasts at. Another thing, too, is I'm going to be on about an, uh, in an hour to do a review on another film, and that's called The Criminals. I'm going to have my good friend Frenchie on with me reviewing that film. So go on and check me out at 9 o'clock Central Time and... 10 o'clock Eastern, and that's where you guys can actually check me out at. And then, of course, you guys can follow me on on uh, Twitter as well at Movie Lovers Unit over there. Of course, if you want to go on ahead and email me if you're a sponsor or if you'd like to be on the show, you can always go on ahead and email me at MovieLoversUnite at gmail.com. Of course, I also have a TikTok uh, account so I can embarrass myself even further. So you guys can go on ahead and... Check me out at Movie Lovers Unit 001. Go ahead, check me out over there. We do some promotional stuff. We do a bunch of other things over there at Movie Lovers Unit over there. Then that's everywhere that you can reach me at. And I do appreciate you, Lisa, taking the time out of your night to be able to talk about your film. And thank you again. I do appreciate it. Thank you, John. You're welcome.